Welcome in to episode three of Bluest Tape. I'm Harvey Couch alongside Jeff Kolath. And thanks for joining us. The goal of the podcast, we're going to take a journey through the live catalog of widespread panic. Mostly we'll be playing the music, but we'll pop in uh, in in between segments and discuss notable stuff during these episodes. Obviously, we want to thank all the good folks at EverydayCompanion.com. We uh, rely heavily on the data that they have compiled and obviously all the folks who have gone out to these concerts and recorded them. And uh, we wouldn't be able to do this without the catalog that they have created. So anyway, on to the show. Visit us at bluesttape.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at bluesttape. So, Jeff, what's the theme of tonight's show? Well, I think for for our third episode, we are we're going to take a look at widespread panic and its vast catalog of instrumentals. Um, and I think one of the things that's oh, what we're going to do that's maybe a little bit interesting is, and I think. Thankfully, otherwise the show might be a little bit boring if we just played isolated instrumentals. Um, is we're going to play these play these songs tonight and in future episodes too, um, within the context that they happen during during a show. Um, otherwise, you'd have a lot of work on the production end, Harvey, to do all those fade ins and fade outs for that uh, four minute disco inside of a driving song sandwich from <laughs> you know <laughs> 1993 or 94 or something. Um, so I think what we're going to do is um, play, we have three selections tonight, and you're going to hear the instrumental, and we'll talk about the why we picked that particular one, why we talk, picked that particular show, but also hear, in some instances, what comes before it, but also what comes after it, too. Um, one of the things that, you know, this, the instrumental has always been a staple of, of, of Panic set list from, 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 you know, early on. And they've always been great show openers. They've been great, you know, second set openers. They've been, you know, plunked in the middle of driving song and, and, and other instrument and, and, and other sandwiches. But to me, it's always really interesting to see what the band does with these songs. Interesting to keep it interesting for themselves too. And we're going to play a machine tonight that does, isn't followed by bar stools, for example. Um, and just sort of be getting creative with where, with where they put them in the set. And, um, I think that was always one of the more, exciting things about about going to the shows that you knew you were going to get an instrumental it's just a matter of where it would I fall i am a huge fan of widespread instrumentals and and also i want to throw out like we are being uh, just as far as you know what we're looking at as far as a list of instrumentals we are pretty pretty liberal you know we're going to include pretty much anything that you could consider an instrumental including songs that were only played a few times as instrumentals and before they got words and um but I love instrumental openers. I mean, they're really like my some of my favorite shows start instrumentals. And looking just down the list of of the list of instrumentals that we're going to be covering here over uh, the number of episodes, and, and also to point out that we're going to just sort of intersperse these episodes. So it's not like we're going to do the next eight episodes aren't going to all be instrumental episodes. This, this is part one of our instrumentals, and then we'll do part two uh, down the road, maybe in a month or so. But um, looking down the list of all the episode of all the instrumentals, uh, it, it literally, I think almost every single one, except for the ones that are only played a couple times, had 
appeared as an opener at one point or another. You know, I mean, it's just like it, they're too perfect to not be scene setters at the beginning of the show. Uh, even even the first sort of segment that we're going to be going tonight with Maggot Brain. I mean, that's not exactly what you would consider a, a traditional opener, but. Uh, you know, we're going to use that instance tonight. And um, so, uh, you know, I think that's that's definitely something interesting to to keep in mind. And also another thing, I don't know that we've really covered in the first couple episodes, um, but I think we'll be doing uh, with the instrumentals is, you know, for the most part, we're going to kind of be looking at things that are less traditional. So, um, I mean, I, I love a machine bar stools, but it's kind of cool to look at a different, you know, a different approach. And, uh, you know, we did spring 96 and we didn't play a single track from uh, Huntsville, you know, which many consider to be like, uh, you know, one of the top shows of all time. So, you know, we're, we're kind of trying to find things that maybe folks haven't heard before. Um, unique approaches the bands have taken that the band has taken either in, you know, uh, versions of songs or placements or things like that. So, uh, that was something that we probably should have covered earlier in uh, in one of the first couple episodes, but I wanted to make sure I got it out there uh, in this in this episode. It's always good to have your ethos on recorded on uh, on recorded tape, even though we're not using tape. But you know, you know what I mean. Um, so let's uh, charge into our first selection for tonight, and this was a. A, 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 a show that when I saw the set list years ago on, on Everyday Companion that I just I knew I had to have it, knew I had to find it, finally came across it. And I know it's one of the things that you were t- talking earlier today. You know, you said you're looking at you had a soundboard copy of it. You said it didn't sound so much to your liking. And then you found the the audience that, that I that I had transferred with Seth Berman's Datport right. way back yeah, when. No, it was funny. I was doing um, my homework for I was doing my homework for tonight for the show. And it was because I'd never listened to I'd seen this show on paper and never actually listened to it. And uh, I was listening to it and it was like, you know, one of the channels was kind of cutting in and out. It was a little like there's some phasing issue with the soundboard. And I was like, oh, man, this is kind of a bummer. I hope I, maybe there's another source out there. And sure enough, there was. And it was, you know. Converted and seated by Jay Colath. Um, but this one was going to, our, our instrumental selection is Maggot Brain, and they opened the show with it. And so, what everybody's going to hear is the Maggot Brain driving, let's get the show on the road driving. Um, we're going to fade it out before it goes into Fishwater. But what makes this show notable is the fact they played Maggot Brain twice at opposite ends of the show. And it is a legitimate thing on the set list um they did play mikey does do the opening theme from maggot brain um at the end of the show um in the middle of a chili sandwich um and it's it's pretty cool to think that they that they played this you know they played the same uh, song twice in the any, same show so. only time that happened certainly with the, with a maggot brain like that uh, yeah, I was th- th- just thinking about that if that if that had ever happened for maybe in one of those you know three or four set shows they did early on right. when they were still a bar band maybe they had to repeat some content but um, it's pretty late ninety uh, four is pretty late to 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 be doing that so clearly it was something that they it it, it, it hit it it really it struck them that night and they decided to play it again twice so so. October 9th, 1994, from the Trask Auditorium at the University of North Carolina, Wilmington, a place that Panic Panic has played a couple of times. Um, 
Mikey and JB and all the boys. It's starting off with Maggot Brain. Appreciate you guys coming down and I'd like to thank the Freddie Jones band for starting things off. And right now, all the way from Athens, GA, it's Capricorn recording artist, Fred Panic!
Take you to a lover Who was in my name 
just get the show on the road. Spotlights on the stage Somehow it seems I've heard these words before Did you forget to turn the page? And just remember what they told you About how the show goes on
driving song into let's get the show on the road back into driving song and then fading out before uh fishwater gets started from the trask auditorium unc wilmington in the eastern part of the fine state of north carolina october 9th 1994 and again that's part of that fall 94 tour freddie jones band opening a true capricorn records package <laughs> out on the road um, those guys still playing they are uh, they, they are, are. Uh, they, are still, they, they had to put out a few decent records i thought back in you i know, love mid 90s man i listened to in a daydream those songs for yeah, the puppet right oh man those are great songs um but they uh yeah they're still around they're still playing you know rib fests and that that kind of thing so. county fairs <laughs> yeah um but that's a i mean overall that's a that's a pretty interesting tour there's some there's some great stuff on that tour um the halloween show in evanston's really strong and um and then they uh do some those out uh, those out west shows out in Colorado are really good and then yeah, obviously in early that, November and, and yeah. Yeah, obviously ten two ninety four Red Mile so that's a little, you know. but that's <laughs> a great place show in your heart was, that and that's one. one of those you know that at least I don't know maybe it was just being local it seemed like that was a show that everybody had you know good yeah. good soundboard tape that was pretty well circulated um, so yeah I think Fall ninety four is a good tour a good indicator of where the band was going they're back to doing two set shows after doing single sets a lot of single set shows earlier in the year um, especially in the summertime. And, uh, you know, I think this is just, you know, taking a risk, some random, random night in Wilmington and playing the same song twice. And again, Magabrain is something that's always been, was, was sort of my ultimate chase song and was lucky enough to finally get it in Carbondale and fall 2000. And it just was one of those, one of those songs that, um, saw it on those set lists, you know, when, you know, it was just 
always wanted to hear it such a great tune for the for the band to play i mean mikey's guitar style just fits so well i mean obviously eddie hazel's amazing and funkadelic but mikey can play the hell out of it too so yeah i mean it's pretty much guaranteed you've got like a some massive section of a second set with maggot brain either before or after drums yeah yeah and again they they played that in just random times and they played it in you know some other really good Really good shows later on. Ten twenty four ninety seven is another one. Tipitina's in ninety six. A couple of interesting points. Obviously, it was great hearing uh, Gary do the intro to the band and thinking the Freddie Jones mm-hmm. band. And uh, <laughs> nice to hear JB pull out the acoustic there and in the, in mm-hmm. the, in the listen to the show on the road and looking at the Everyday Companions. Show on the road was a uh, it had been fifty five shows when they played it uh, in Wilmington and then. Uh, later in the set, they do uh, She Called to Katie. They hadn't played that in 45 shows. So they dusted off a couple nuggets there. So I uh, definitely recommend everybody going out and listen to the whole show. Definitely catch the uh, the second second version of Maggot Brain in the Chili Water Sandwich later. Yeah, it's a. I mean, the set list, it's a one-set show, but it's a massive show. They play a ton of songs. So. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move on to our second selection for the night. And I, I chose this one, too. And... It's a bit might come across as a bit of a random selection, um, and I suppose it probably is. Um, we're gonna. I think look it qualifies as such. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I hope a lot of you haven't heard it before. That we're gonna go with machine, and we're gonna do a machine that does not go into bar stools and dreamers. We're gonna choose. We, we've chosen um, May third, nineteen ninety five, from Janice Landing in Saint Petersburg, Florida, a place that they played on more than one occasion, and I think they actually went back to Saint Petersburg later that year. Um, if I'm not totally mistaken. Um, but they, uh, they did a second, a second set with machine into traveling light. And that's what, what I've chosen tonight. And they did that three times in 95. And then they kind of did it one per year from 97 to 99. And what's interesting is machine is a song that I guess it was, I, I thought it was much more common than what it had been, um, in the late nineties, they played it a ton early on and it really wasn't that common. They only played it six times in 1996. Hmm. Um, thank you everyday companion for that statistic tonight. <laughs> um, but I, I, I would have bet, I would have bet a significant amount of money that they, uh, would have had played that song a lot more than, 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 than what they had. Um, so I've tried when just, we were trying to pick songs for the show, wanted to do machine and there was two that I had in mind and I, I chose this one. The other one was, um, 10, 11, 96 in Spartanburg where they do machine in the way to the world. Um, and frankly, I chose this one cause I like traveling light better than I like way to the world. So, um, the transition between machine and travel lights are really good here too. This is a good show. This whole little run at the beginning of May is nice. Um, five, two, um, definitely has some content for later on with the low spark, early low spark encore. Um, and then a really fantastic show a couple nights later in Valdosta and then uh, the tour closer for the spring 95 tour in Chastain Park in Atlanta too. So a great strong end, five shows in five days um, to round out that tour. And this one's the second show um, in, the, in that little run. Something tells me we'll have to, we'll probably revisit that, that tour some. But, you know, it's interesting looking. I mean, I I was looking at the at the every time played on machine and I, it sort of struck me, too. I thought it was it was a little more common than it than it was. But I also thought like it seemed to me, well, it seemed to me I, well, I, every time I saw 
machine, it was into bar stools. I saw it like a half dozen times, and every single time it was into bar stools. So it seemed to me like that was what they did every time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was obviously more often than not, uh, especially in the later, you know, late late nineties and two thousands. But um, yeah, it wasn't wasn't exclusive. You definitely, you know, would, there were other. Uh, Bar stools and traveling light, and uh, they definitely got creative with the leading out of machine. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here we go with the second selection for tonight, May 3rd, 1995, from Janice Landing in St. Petersburg, Florida, with Machine into Traveling Light.
All right, and there you heard Machine into Traveling Light, May 3rd, 1995, from St. Petersburg, Florida, uh, right at the end of the first leg of the spring 1995 tour, a massive spring 95 tour. Um, started in, it started in March with a bunch, of, a bunch of college shows in the Midwest, went out east, headed back south. The boys took a few days, less than a week off, and headed back out on the road in May. And Spring 95 is actually one of the, I think, the last tour where there's multiple tapes missing um, from that tour. There's a bunch of, there's a handful of shows from April that aren't out there yet. Um, And there's a handful of shows from May 95 from that Out West run that I don't think have really surfaced either. I think most of them are out there, but there's still a couple, three that, that, that have yet to be heard. So maybe there's somebody out there that has some of them, but I know you have one of them. It, I sent you my analogs of five twenty three ninety five, and you haven't transferred it yet, Harvey. It is, uh, yep. Sitting on my desk. Uh, <laughs> it's got a pretty good coat of dust on top of it right now. It's still in the, ca- still in the case. I'll get, uh, you know, I'll find a decent cassette deck one of these days and do a transfer. Get you a Nakam- Nakamichi dragon. Yeah. Um, but hey, it's not like you have a full-time job and, and, and two kids. So, you know, I, it's we understand. Um, so with our third selection for that, I'll turn it over to you to uh, lead us into where we're headed next. So, yeah. So we'll move on to, uh, to B of D is our next instrumental that we're covered uh, tonight. Um the show that I picked for that is uh, Richmond, Virginia, April 11th, 2000 from the Landmark Theater. Um, it's a, about the middle of the of the first set. And uh, I'd never actually listened to this show before, but I was looking in the uh, Everyday Companion, my hard, my, not my hardback, but my, you know, paper version of the Everyday Companion. And there's a uh, fan survey. I don't know if you remember that, right? And so it was like best versions of every song. Uh, and the, the best version, I don't know if this is the best or like second best, but it was 411-2000 for the BFD. And I was like, huh. I wonder what that's about. And uh, so I pulled it up and listened to it. And I was like, man, this is pretty good. <laughs> guess that explains why. The, the people were correct yeah, on that. Yeah, so that's what we've got for your listening pleasure uh, here. But it's uh, before we get into B of D, it's a Christmas Katie and then um, a nice sort of stretched out jam. Uh, and according to the Everyday Companion, that is a, it's a thank you uh, tease between Christmas Katie and uh, B of D and uh, schools really leads that. And then he really leads the B of D, which is kind of, I mean, you know, generally B of D is just a, a Mikey rager, but, uh, but this version schools really get some, uh, you know, keeps the pace going. Uh, and then it drops into going out West. So that is the, uh, the three songs from, uh, from April 11th, 2000 in Richmond, Virginia, that we will uh, be listening to uh, to wrap up tonight. you have anything to uh, to add to this one, Jeff? I, like you, this was one that I had not heard before either until you pointed it out, and I think you, you, you've made a good call um, for the evening. Honestly, Spring, Spring 2000 is a tour I haven't spent a ton of time with. Um, obviously, those, those last three shows in Myrtle Beach are pretty strong. Um, so I've, I'd heard those and I, you know, saw a couple shows on the tour, but overall I just hadn't spent a lot of time with it, but this, this is a good show. I mean, overall, um, and I even 
you know, Christmas Katie is a song that I kind of had of have had mixed feelings about over the years, but this is, it's a, it's a really good version of this. The jam into B of D is really good. And I think like this whole little piece here highlights a couple of things we've talked about before, which is the different ways panic transitions into songs. Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas Katie sort of does that thing where it goes really, gets really slow, quiet, and then they bring it back up. Whereas B of D just goes sort of headlong into going out West and it's a really nice natural transition. So I think you'll, folks will hear kind of those two different ways that panic tends to go, uh, tends to deal with the arrows in a set list. Yep. And I think spring 2000, maybe also the debut, uh, of, of Jojo's synthesizer. Yeah, that? Yeah, that, yeah. That was, it was about a year, right? I mean, it was really pretty much just 2000. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe late 99? Fall 99. Definitely fall. Yeah, there's a Milwaukee in 99 at Eagles. There's a lot of synthesizer on that show. And there's a nice VFD in that show, too.
All right, there you have it. That was spring 2000, April 11th to be exact, Richmond, Virginia. And that uh, that wraps up our first entry in the uh, instrumentals of Widespread Panic. We heard Maggot Brain from 1994. We heard Machine from 1995. And then we heard B of D from 2000. So uh, appreciate everybody listening. Tune in next week. We'll have a, another episode, and um, feel free to you know give us feedback. We you know if you have ideas or uh, good things or bad things you want to you know tell us, we're happy to listen. You can hit us up on Twitter at Bluest Tape. You can find us on Facebook, uh, bluesttape.com. It's our website, and uh, you know definitely uh, appreciate any feedback that folks have. All right, Jeff, anything from you? No, I just think, thank everybody for tuning in to episode three and I uh, hope you enjoyed the music and uh, keep uh, keep tuning in. We'll, we'll keep digging up some interesting things and hopefully some stuff that a lot of you uh, haven't heard before. And I uh, think uh, we'll, we'll sign off for tonight. And again, thanks to all of uh, thanks to all the folks that really make our jobs easier in terms of set lists and, and uh and stats, and that's of course Everyday Companion, and the folks over at Panic Stream too, yep. which are very helpful and uh, for quick references to uh, to hear these things. And when we do do our show notes for every show, we'll make sure to give you guys links to stuff that's on Panic Stream, YouTube, and other and other interesting tidbits from from all these shows, um, so you can hear the hear hear the whole thing. Yeah, and definitely do that. I mean, we just it's not practical for us to to play entire. I mean, because you can go listen to them, but but the idea of this podcast is just to take little little pieces that um that we can put in context and uh, and then go out and listen to the whole thing if you want to so um all right jeff thanks for the time and thanks to all you folks for listening and we'll see you next week 